0: it was time for me to create a website it was a long time coming i have a ton of graphic design that i've made back in the day thumbnails i've made for youtube youtube videos hosting gigs that i want to be able to show as a portfolio so i made one on squarespace and this podcast is brought to you by squarespace it truly is such a user-friendly experience when it comes to making websites. If you have no idea where to start, they can make it look gorgeous for you. It's very user-friendly. But then if you also have a very specific vision, you're able to do that here as well. They also have email campaigns. You can easily collect all of your email subscribers on your site and then build connections and repeat business through regular email updates. You can introduce your brand to subscribers with welcome emails or announce an upcoming sale or send your top customers a discount code. There's built-in analytics that measure the impact of every send. Head to squarespace.com Lexi and save 10% off on your first purchase of a website or domain using code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E. L-E-X-I-E. Whether you like fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics. And Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards, it's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can you can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E m-e-t-i-c-s dot com slash l-e-x-i-e for 20% off your first order. Hello, hello everybody. I'm Lexi Lombardi, your host of the At Lexi podcast. Thanks for tuning in to a new episode. If you follow me on Instagram, my handle is the same as the name of this podcast we have our first audiogram up okay where there's little visuals that are going to come along with this podcast that you can see on social media step up all right we're making progress maybe next i'll have an instagram for the account all right we've been scrappy here time to grow also i'm coming to you live from los angeles california have you heard there's a horrific storm my grandma calls me she's like honey are you guys prepared i don't know if it's just because i'm from the east coast but i'm like it's just a rainstorm i'm not pressed about it but there were caution signs all over the highway if i had a dime for every time i drove on 66 in a torrential downpour i could pay rent here in california all these warning signs check on your southern california friends are they okay they're fine we're all fine okay now for the topic of this episode how to work out more. There's groups of us, right? There's the group that's not a fan of physical activity. They'd like to rest, be horizontal as often as possible. There are strategies for you. Then we have the group of people that enjoy working out, it's just hard to get there. You know, you might sign up for a yoga class, take it, feel so amazing afterward, also feel proud of yourself, and then not make it to another yoga class for another month. I'm gonna help you figure out how to increase that. Then there's the group of us that really enjoy physical activity, We're high energy people, we're used to working out most of the days during the week. Maybe we grew up playing sports, we're going to practice four or five times a week, maybe a game on the weekends, maybe tournaments. Your body is used to moving a lot and then when you hit your adult life and you're not playing on a league anymore, suddenly your body has all this time that they're now resting and your body's not used to that. So how can we create a routine for you in your adult life? We've got strategies and I'm gonna get into them and hopefully you finish this episode thinking, okay, I think that one's gonna work for me. This is my why. We're gonna figure out your why and your how. So let's get into it. Number one, make it convenient. How can we make working out convenient for you? My personal example, works with rock climbing. I've been rock climbing for about six months now and I go three to four times a week. How do I do this? Is there a certain time that I go? Do I have an accountability buddy? No, it's none of that. What I have is a pair of shoes and a chalk bag, which are the only things you need to climb. I think keeping a gym bag in the car is fantastic. My rock climbing membership gives me access to gyms in a ton of different neighborhoods around Los Angeles. So if I'm driving in my car and I have on a t-shirt and sweats, Do you know how many times I've been stuck in traffic or in an area and think, why don't I just stop and climb for a little bit? No exaggeration, at least 20 times. 20 extra workouts just because I had my shoes in my car and I thought, let's just stop. As time has gone on, I've increased... The gym bag now i have a pair of running shoes in my car same thing maybe i'm on the west side it's a really pretty day haven't done this yet this is a hypothetical that i can absolutely see becoming a reality i'm on the west side recording the podcast it's a very nice day i think to myself i have a kind of easy afternoon or i have a little bit of a lunch break why don't i go on a long run on the beach that's so much more convenient than waking up thinking okay i just got to make it to the beach and then i can do that beach run. I was coming here anyway to record the podcast, why don't I just wear running clothes here and then I do that after? So keep a gym bag with you. Another way to work out more is to make it desirable. There's a coffee shop I like to work at. It's difficult to find parking around there. It's also in walking distance from my house and the walk is quite pretty. Walking is the desirable option. It is nicer and more convenient to walk there. I walk there and back, that's two extra miles just uh, incorporated into my day that are nice. Similarly, if I know there's a nice walking path and I've been wanting to catch up with a friend, I think, oh, it'd be so nice to talk to them on that walk. Something that doesn't seem like a chore where I would enjoy walking that path. I'm not having to get myself to do it. It sounds fun. Find something that seems desirable to you. Strategy number three. Figure out if you're in need of social time or alone time and find a workout that suits that. When I was in need of alone time, I took up running. I was doing long distance running and it was my time. That was my time to not talk to anyone, to just be with myself and nobody else. And I looked forward to that sacred moment where I could not be disturbed. In this chapter of my life, I'm looking for more socialization. And the rock climbing community is very friendly. I love that the rock climbing gym has a communal aspect. I found that climbing piques a lot of people's curiosity and a lot of people are down to try it. So I have a good bit of friends that are members of the climbing gym now because it's so fun. I have no problem going alone, but I love going with friends. But climbing is fun because it's problem solving And there might be a couple other people that are trying to climb the same path as you. And you guys can work on it together where you can cheer each other on. You can gab and gossip if you want. There's definitely been times where I'm like, oh, I haven't caught up with Olivia in a while. Like, let's do a little catch up. Let's meet at the rock climbing gym. Then we get to gab and also climb. So I get to go home and mark a little X on my calendar. Girl, you worked out today. (laughs) You don't have to do that. I just have math teacher parents, and I love data. But it's getting my little social time in and working out. Same thing. My friend Rebecca and I, she wanted to do some 12 3, 30 on the treadmill. I just hopped on the treadmill next to her. Suddenly, we've walked for 30 minutes, and all we've done is catch up, have a great little convo, get a couple giggles in, and it'll work out in too. Strategy number four, make it competitive. Find ways that you are eager to get there for some sort of goal in mind. A lot of people started the year doing the 75-day challenge. Maybe that'll work for you. If you want something really intense, you want to really challenge yourself, that'll definitely get you working out more. This time last year, that was the strategy I used because the Pilates studio that I was a part of gave out a punch card in January. And every time you took a class, they would punch the card for you. And if you received 20 punches, you would get a $50 gift card to their store. And I thought, I'm gonna do this. That's a good challenge, five Pilates classes a week. I did it, I did it, I got all 20 punches and I got myself a new workout set and that felt so good. And it gave me a little extra push because all I wanted to do is get those 20 punches. I probably would have done it for less. It's. N- it wasn't even about the $50, it was just let me see if I can do this. I've always had a little competitive bone in my body, so that works well for me. If you want to take more of the make it desirable, make it social route, by all means, these are why I'm giving different strategies. You're just going to figure out which one works for you and your life and give it a shot. This might be a bit trite. Strategy number five is make yourself accountable. Class Pass, for instance. I'm sure a lot of us are familiar, but Class Pass is a membership where you get access to a ton of different studios. So if I... Felt like taking a Pilates class at Legree on Monday, and then at Motivate on Tuesday. I wouldn't have to have a separate membership to each of those studios. You also have credits to go to different gyms and do gym time. I think it's fantastic. However, if you book a class on ClassPass and you don't go, you get charged. That sometimes will force a girl to get up and work because I'm like, I don't wanna lose $36 right now. That would be so annoying. Also, if you have a friend that is incredibly reliable, that could work. I've found that my accountability partners that I've had in the past, none have stuck for too long. I need to keep this to myself is what I've found. If someone wants to join me, great, but I have a hard time relying on other people because people like to flake. It's human. I'm one of them. But getting charged money, that'll motivate me. Strategy number six, hire fast, fire fast. What does this mean? This is a tactic that sometimes people use in businesses. Instead of taking a long time to find the perfect person to hire, sometimes companies use the hire fast, fire fast. They bring someone in. If it doesn't work, they let them go and they hire someone new. You can try this with your workouts. Sign up for one yoga class. If you don't like it, never do it again. Don't force yourself to continue. Try things out. If there's a walking path that everybody loves and it's not your tea, find another one that you like. You know, maybe you've been running on the East River, try the West Side Highway. Maybe you've been running and you hate it, try walking. You're running and you want it to be social, try a run club, explore, okay? Maybe get out your notebook, write a list of all the possible workouts that you've been interested in and you can get granular with them. For instance, instead of saying run, you can, but I would go as far to say run Palisades Park because that's something that I actually want to do. And that, uh, I love checking something off. We'll get to the data one. That's one of the strategies. I just think that there should be caveats for that because I'm not trying to promote any sort of toxic reward system or you know, to the point that you're mad at yourself. I don't want this to be an unhealthy relationship. I really want us to realize how fantastic exercise is for the mind, body, and spirit. And let's find ways to get you doing it more. Because a lot of us, haven't either found the right thing that we like, or we have found what we like and we need to get there more often and we're not sure how to do that. Going back to workouts that I wanna do, I wanna try a heated room. I wanna do a hot Pilates class. There's particular instructors. There's a Barry's instructor that everybody loves. I wanna take his class. I wanted to do a core power yoga in the valley. They were doing an R&B class. I wanted to do that specific class. I also like this particular hill in Griffith Park. So if I made a checklist on my notes app, got to check them off every time I did those specific workouts, it's almost like a bucket list, and it's exciting to get to do it, and you're moving your body. Reframe of this exact thing, you could think of it as a bucket list, or you can just have a note on your phone of workouts that you already enjoy. Like, oh, I've got some time today, I feel like working out. What am I in the mood to? Oh, I could go walk Griffith Park. Maybe I should try yin. I could walk around the reservoir. Maybe I'll run on the treadmill. I could take a Legree class. I could go to the climbing gym. I could take a boxing class. Like, remind yourself all the options that you have that you've done and you love. Strategy number seven, associated. I remember when I took Taekwondo lessons as a kid, I wasn't particularly passionate about it. I was very passionate, however, about the strawberry Fanta at the subway next door. So I didn't mind going, cause I was like, at least I get a strawberry Fanta. Find whatever that is for you. Find your strawberry Fanta. I did want to note that I don't want this to become too intense of a reward system where if you want a strawberry Fanta, you only can have it if you go to martial arts. I think it's important for you to let your brain know we can still have that drink if we want. We don't need to work out for it, but you want an association. I liked running because it was an opportunity to meditate. I found running to be very meditative when I was feeling incredibly anxious and in a lot of emotional pain. I loved doing the guided runs on the Nike Run Club app. I looked forward to that. So it wasn't just simply the running, it was the guided runs. I also loved any chance to be in Prospect Park and run on the Eastern Parkway. This is back when I was in New York. I loved running by the Brooklyn Museum and Grand Army Plaza. I loved it. So there were multiple reasons that I was doing this. This is very similar to the make it desirable strategy. The run wasn't hard to do because I needed to get that extra energy out. I wanted to do a guided run. It, it relaxed me in a sense, and I liked the path that I took to typically run. But just like I was saying, you know, the coffee walk, you're not just going on an aimless walk, you're walking to get your coffee. Just be gentle on yourself with this one because if you have a past of eating disorders or exercise addiction, this is a fine line to walk. So is the next strategy, but I wanted to bring it up anyway for anyone that doesn't have that history. So take this as you will, be gentle on yourself. Strategy number eight is document it. I use an app called GoodNotes and I created a calendar on it at the beginning of 2023. And I mark a green X every time I work out. And I'm not incredibly rigid. I give myself an X if I was active. So it's not like, oh, you only get the X if you hit 10,000 steps. If I was at 8,300, you know what? We're gonna give ourselves an X. If I went to go play tennis with some friends and realistically, I probably only spent like 20 minutes playing tennis over the course of the hour and a half that we were there, I'm still gonna give myself an X because I got out there and was active. I'm not working out with a particular goal other than to give my body some physical activity. I want my body to know I care about it, and I don't want it her dormant. I want to be able to have a functioning mobile body throughout my life, but I don't wanna get ahead of myself. With my documentation, I, for example, I just have one pulled up. In October, I worked out 20 times. I love going through, making my green X's every day that I work out, and then at the end of the month, I total it up, and then at the end of the year, I added up all my totals for 195 workouts, which means I was active 53.4% of the year. And that was a fun activity for me. I just like having the documentation. Strategy number nine is to find your why. When we have an emotional connection to a habit, oftentimes it increases the reliability and the strength and dedication that we have to the habit. So maybe your why is, I need to get walking because my dog needs walks. My dog deserves to be walked three times a day. I have to do it because this little guy deserves the best life. Maybe your why is, I signed up for a marathon in June. And I want my body to actually be able to handle running 26 some odd miles. My why is that I've chosen to do something for myself and instead of procrastinating, I care about this. It's so fine to care and I wanna train. I've never run a marathon, but I ran a half marathon and that was fun. I liked it, I liked training. I used the Nike Run Club app and they had a program that you could break down for a half marathon. I'm sure that they have one for a marathon as well and it was nice to have a plan and to follow it. And strategy number 10 is time it right. I'm a night owl. I will go to the gym at 8.30 p.m., no problem, have a fantastic workout. If that is not your thing, you're a morning bird, sign up for the 6 a.m. class before work. Do the 8 a.m. class. Maybe it's a lunchtime thing, what are those called? There's like the lunch crunch, I forget. On ClassPass they used to have cheeky names for the lunchtime class because I think they were a bit shorter. Doesn't matter. Find the time that you like to work out. Maybe you like the weekends. Maybe oh, maybe your why is you want to stop drinking, so you sign up for morning workout classes on the weekends and you can't drink because you're like, oh, sorry, I got like a workout class in the morning. You know, find what you want in this life and see how you can make it happen for yourself in a way that's convenient, desirable, and fulfilling. I love being in shape. I love being able to take my carry-on suitcase and lift it above my seat on the airplane. I like being able to comfortably shave my legs in the shower and just have my leg way up there. One element that I haven't touched on in this episode so far is weight loss. A lot of people, that's their why. They want to lose weight. They want to lose 5 pounds. They want to lose 20 pounds. They want to look good for their wedding, for their vacation. That's a slippery slope. It's also unsustainable. I don't think it's bad to want to gain or lose weight. Do whatever you want with your body but I think it's important that when you're working on your physical body at the expense of your mental wellness. That's a shortcut, shortcuts don't often work. If you wanna make this sustainable, if you want to work out and love it, the physical benefits are inevitably coming. You will look better, play the long game, plan to get in shape over the course of the next five years. Okay, I'm trying to look hot at 30, 35, 40, Who cares how I look at my birthday in a month and a half? Don't put your body through intense stress, mental stress, physical stress, to yo-yo. Try it, sure, who am I to stop you? But you don't have to. You can learn the lesson without experiencing it firsthand. Play the long game, okay? Find your strategy to work out more for benefits outside of these just physical gains. Now, that I've said that, let's get into your questions. I did ask on Instagram for questions regarding workouts, physical activity, wellness, and let's see what you have in store for us and if I can help you out. My handle on Instagram is Lexie, L-E-X-I-E, and let me pull up the questions, but first a word from today's sponsors. I'm a little bit of a drama queen, but I definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair, style it, and then think, okay, everything's actually all right. (laughs) And one of the best products I've tried recently is Waze New Hair Gloss. It takes five minutes. It's an easy addition to your routine. You do it in the shower. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. Not only does the hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy. So your hair is looking and feeling healthier. It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to dot com and use promo code Lexi L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Lexi. If you're looking for a way to unwind and a fun new beverage, let me tell you about Recess Mood. It's made with real fruit, no added sugar, and infused with functional ingredients so it's not just a sparkling water. It has mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. My favorite flavor is the strawberry rose. Raspberry lemon's also really great. It's nice for when you're chilling on the couch, unwinding at home, treating yourself for a night in. I also don't mind taking them in the car with me. I love a little car, roadie. And you deserve a healthier way to unwind. So head to takearecess.com slash Lexi and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Starting from the top, Poppy Wren wants to know how to stick to your healthy habits when you're super busy. To have a realistic approach, this goes back to playing the long game. If you have it in your head that you need to take these particular supplements every single morning and you need to have your warm water with lemon and your Chinese herbs and morning sunlight and 8 to 10 hours of sleep as well as raising your heart rate and breaking a sweat, it's great to do all these things and on a perfect day if you get them all in, fantastic. But Progress over perfection, right? Getting to the gym, getting your morning sunlight, that's still progress. You took your vitamins, have your healthy habits. If you get them all done, fantastic, but do not beat yourself up for not getting them done. So find what is doable within your super busy schedule. Plan ahead as much as possible, whether that be having your vitamins out on the counter by a cup as soon as you wake up, or maybe taking a meeting while on a walk. This is a long way to say progress over perfection, which goes into the next question by TP Worry. How do you avoid being hard on yourself when you don't move as much as you would have hoped? Be proud of yourself for moving at all. Progress over perfection, okay? You did a little, that's good. Next time do a little more, or do the same amount again, progress. Okay, this is something that I tried to touch on earlier, so I'm glad that someone asked a question. So if he wants to know, how to get over the constant cycle of starving yourself and then binging. It's been years. If you're a woman alive today on the internet, you've probably had some sort of food issue. You've probably had an unhealthy relationship with eating at one point or another in your life. This person, they said it's been years. When it comes to food, I don't like rules. Anytime that I've ever told myself you cannot have this that is the only thing I want when I tell myself that I can have whatever I want that's when I stop wanting it if I said to myself no cookies this week I would be thinking about cookies all week long and then once the week was over I would buy myself a pack of Oreos and down the whole thing if I woke up Monday morning and instead of saying no cookies I said do you want to just eat a pack of Oreos throughout the day today Instead, like, do we want to have Oreos for breakfast, lunch, and dinner today? If I wanted to, great, but even giving myself the permission to do that, suddenly it doesn't even seem that desirable. Once I allow myself to do whatever I want and have free reign, I make good decisions for myself. Because there's no aspect of rebellion. I'm no longer rebelling against something that I required of myself. If I have ultimate freedom, the best form of rebellion I can make in that scenario, according to my psyche, is to do the right thing. I start making... The bad decisions when I tell myself, you can't do this. You have to do this and this and this. When I'm like, do whatever you want. Girl, it's your life. If you want to have 10 packs of Oreos today, you can do that. You can go to the store and only eat Oreos all week. Suddenly I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. (laughs) I'm, I'm better than that. I hold myself to a higher standard. It's like, okay, well, that's also your choice. Do whatever you want. Give yourself a little bit of some grace and say, I know why we've been doing this. I know that we're starving ourselves because we feel guilty about the amount of food that we binged out on, but the reason that we're binging is because we're starving ourselves and we're on this horrible cycle. I'm no expert, but I would also suggest maybe having a little meal plan for yourself where you eat every hour or two and get your body used to having food frequently so your body knows. It's cool to have food in our body often. Okay, we're seeing food often we're allowed food often, we can wait 40 more minutes to not eat because we have another meal in 45 minutes. Give that a shot. As I said, not an expert. Really, my goal of this episode was just for you guys to increase your physical activity, but I know inevitably, as modern-day people, existing in a world with so much processed junk, and I'm not even talking about food when I say that, um, that we've all struggled in some way or another. Pascal wants to know, what are good running shoes? I always go to the running store. I'll go on the treadmill, they'll analyze my run, and then I try on a couple shoes, run on the treadmill with them, and then pick my favorite ones. Ariana wants to know my thoughts on personal training. I worked out with Jane K. Simmons, coach of Movement and Mindset, for a year, maybe? Three times a week, two or three times a week. I loved it. I adore her. I also love her workouts it was a lot of functional fitness so working on things that are applicable to your movements in everyday life you know how i use the example that i can very easily put my carry-on suitcase above my seat on the airplane when i was powerlifting with her i could have my checked bag put overhead i was so strong i would get off the subway and run up the stairs and not be winded i was in such functional shape I still am but I just remember that was a big jump for me I hadn't been in my adult life and then suddenly I was and I've sort of maintained it since probably not as strong as I was during that point or strong in a different way but I loved it also her program's called movement and mindset so she is very aware of the headspace because she's had a past of I don't know if it was disordered eating or something of the sort, but the mindset aspect is really important in fitness when a lot of my friends' moms raise them on like the magazine crash diet, the special K diet. All these things where you were having boiled eggs and wine, or I don't even remember what they were. There were a ton of different ones. The Southwest diet, the the Adkins diet. There are so many little ones. Like diet culture was so around. And now we're trying to filter through all of this noise to find, you know, we're in the generation now of intuitive eating. And as I said, movement and mindset. So we're working on swinging the pendulum in the opposite way. I think we'll balance out soon. I hope it'll balance out. It'll either balance out or swing in the other way. I am trying to find that personal balance for myself. And I think I've found it. I feel feel good about food and exercise. I feel really comfortable with it. I think I've had, I've had ups and downs with eating, but I think the worst of it for me was when I was like 20, 21. That was rough. Yeah. But now I'm 27. I'm like, I'm just trying to look good as I age through my 30s and my 40s. I want to make sure that I'm a MILF and I don't want to be the skinniest that I've ever been at 27 and then be a blowfish in my 30s. I want to look steadily good. I want to age like fine wine. Michelle wants to know how I stay motivated. I do agree with the belief of discipline over motivation because motivation is inevitably fleeting. Discipline is what keeps you accountable and showing up day after day. I however in this stage of life and recently in the recent years find workouts that I don't need motivation for. I really like going to the climbing gym. It's not a chore for me, it's recess for me. When I've been sitting on a computer for too many hours I can't wait till I hit a breaking point. <laughs> not a breaking point, a break point, a resting period like when you've completed a task. And then I put on my clothes and so I'm like okay I'm gonna go climbing for a little. It brings me joy. There's no motivation when you're doing something that feels like a treat. I've gotten to a point where I get the same delight from climbing as I do, I don't know, going thrifting, going to the beach, like it's a hobby to me. I don't need motivation for it. I do sometimes, if my body's in need of a workout and I'm feeling resistant towards it, I'll tell myself, why don't we just drive there? And if we're there five minutes, whatever. And I just know myself, I'll I'll always stay more than five minutes a little bit of a mind trick but here's the thing I'm allowed to take it so even though I don't often knowing that I can and it's up to me gives me the freedom to feel like I'm it's my choice to stay and not that I'm forcing myself to stay similar to the food okay if I allow myself to order $300 worth of DoorDash snacks knowing that I can helps me make a better decision I wonder if there's a better way to word that because it makes so much sense in my head, I just don't know if it's translating. Ella wants to know, on tips through motivating through the luteal phase of the cycle, I'm on birth control, so my cycle is fake. But I do know that there is information out there for particular workouts that work best. I do remember pre-birth control. This is so strange. But when I was on my menstrual cycle or in my luteal phase, I would just go on bike rides. Like I would get a city bike, this is back when I lived in New York, and I would take an easy breezy bike ride because I was sitting and it was nice to sit. Um, I guess luteal is not your menstrual cycle. That's the one either before it or after. Oh, I'm such a bad female for not knowing this. I should know this. Follicular is when you have the energy. Ovulation is when you have peak energy. And then it's luteal and menstrual, I believe. So luteal is like your PMS. Oof. Uh, That that i would just be as gentle as possible i'd be like whatever we're already having a hard time if we need to be horizontal so be it yeah i think i would use the trick of you can do nothing and then if i do anything i'm proud of myself but long long walks maybe or something fun or something slow much to think about ella grace also asked if i meditate or exercise my brain in any noticeably beneficial or consistent ways i play a lot of games and i think that keeps my brain agile I do The Crossword, Spelling Bee, Wordle. These are New York Times games. I also have a sorting puzzle game that I play. I also do Duolingo. Guys, my streak on Duolingo, I'm at 205 days. I'm not sure if I can answer your question though because I've always done something like this. It's hard to say whether or not it have been noticeably beneficial because I didn't go from not doing it to suddenly doing it. 2022, spring. I was subscribed to Headspace, and I was doing Headspace meditations often, multiple times a day even. And that was actually noticeable in a way that it helped me rest without napping. It would give me a time to calm down and recenter. So yeah, I guess that was something that was noticeably beneficial, and I'm not sure why I fell out of this. Dana wants to know what I listen to while I work out. If I'm running on a treadmill, lately I've been running to the Beatles, they're upbeat songs because they're quick and it just keeps me going. When I would run outside, I would do guided runs. And when I walk, I'm either in silence, on the phone, or listening to an audiobook. Chrissy wants to know how to not become too obsessive with fitness and well being in this day and age. It's not easy. It is no easy feat to become neutrally involved with fitness and wellness because, on one hand, The idea of being active four to five times a week or four to six times a week sounds really intense and demanding. However, if you think of it just as you give yourself a 30-minute recess every day, suddenly that seems quite natural and easy and desirable. I love a reframe because if I told myself, okay, we're doing HIIT workouts every day, I would feel like I was a gym rat and it would be crazy but just doing a little problem-solving and a little climbing. My friends call it my recess. I just go for recess. That's easy, breezy, fun, healthy. So to not become obsessed, find a way that it feels convenient, desirable, and fun. Anna wants to know how to feel confident at the gym. I'm always so anxious that everyone sees me. I used to feel this way in the weight section at the gym. And it wasn't until I started working with Jane as a personal trainer that I mentioned that she made me feel so much more comfortable with the squat rack and the heavy lifting. I wasn't so intimidated. But if you are anxious at the gym, I would find a space within the gym that you don't feel anxious at and make that your little spot to do your workouts in. For instance, at the climbing gym, I like doing a little stretch, a little warm-up. I go into their back yoga room. I don't do it in the main gym area that a lot of people do it because it's quieter. When I'm doing my jumps and whatever, I just I just wanna do it without thinking about it or acknowledging that maybe someone else can see it. But as the saying goes, you wouldn't worry what people thought of you if you knew how seldom they did. Everyone's thinking about themselves. That being said, I do feel confident at the gym when I'm in a cute outfit. So sometimes I do that if I've been out and about and I still have my makeup on for the day and I have cute colors on or something sleek and black, whatever, I definitely feel very confident at the gym. I'm like, I look cute right now. May Armstrong wants to know how to know when you need rest. I'm not kidding. I need 10 hours of sleep a night. I can handle eight or nine, but I love 10 and I try to get 10 and 10 is important to me. And I recommend if you can carve out time to just be horizontal when you get home from work or whatever just let your organs know that you're in rest mode and everything's fine also if you're physically injured or a little under the weather take note of that that's a lesson I need to take because I was catching a cold and I wasn't resting and I was pushing myself harder because I was mad at myself trust me I am not perfect on these things I often punish myself for resting which is so strange because I would never punish anyone else for resting, but you need your high quality sleep every single night. I've been sleeping so well lately, might I just say. I realized I wasn't sleeping well because I started plugging my phone next to my bed, and I stopped that. I've been so good. All the best years of sleep that I've ever had is when my phone, well, it was pre-having a phone, or my phone is in another room. It's in the bathroom. It's in the kitchen. It's not in my bedroom and it's definitely not next to my bed i also have done the three tap on the power button of the iphone to make it red and i just have it on permanently i cannot tell that my screen is red it's crazy and i definitely have noticed being able to sleep better from that as well katie wants to know how to prioritize a workout when you have a lot to do i put it in the same category as i don't even like to work until i have my workout or my room clean. Like if my space isn't clean, and I'm like, well, I don't have time to clean right now because I have all this work to do. I have to reframe it. We're not going to do this work well until this is clean. And then I set a timer and clean it as fast as I can. Uh, I feel the same thing about my workout, except for because I like to work out at night, it's typically not in the realm of work. It's I can't do my social things. I can't. I don't want to get dinner with friends. I don't want to go out until I've done my workout, if I was planning on doing it. So that's how I prioritize it. Once you put working out in the same category as brushing your teeth or going to sleep or getting dressed, it starts to become a lot easier because it's not, oh, should I? It's, I do. I don't wanna start working out, I'm just someone who does work out, the reframe. Mel wants to know if I take supplements. I take an iron pill from heart and soil. It's called lifeblood. Literally red blood cells, white blood cells, spleen and liver. Wow! Is it next level? If you were low on iron, that's the only iron pill I will recommend that I've ever tried, that I've loved. Noticeably loved. Eliza said, not a question, but you inspired me to go rock climbing on my own and beat my social anxiety. That's so sweet that's so sweet that just warmed my heart that's so cute that some girly out there was at the climbing gym per my I don't know inspiration that's so cute wow there's actually a ton of questions I'm not even a third of the way through and I think we need to wrap this up let me find a last question Mm, Someone wanted to know, why did the 75 soft not work out? Last year, maybe last spring or last summer, uh, my friend Emily started a group chat of a soft 75, so not as intense as the 75 hard challenge, but still a 75-day challenge with a 30-minute workout, a gallon of water, 10 pages of reading. I think there were a few other things I can't remember. It didn't work out because the group didn't stick with it and I wasn't personally connected to the challenge. I wasn't seeing the 75 soft thinking, I want to do that, I want to do that. It was sort of like, sure, I'll do that with a bunch of girls that also were under the same maybe mentality where the first two or three weeks that chat was active and then it got quieter and quieter and quieter. This also happened in 2017. It was January. My mom, my aunt my cousin there was a group of us that were in a group chat and we would each have a day of the week and we would send in a workout for the week and then we'd send in when we had done it and that was so great for January maybe even some of February and then it just fell out 75 days is many days (laughs) you know like these people that started 75 hard in January they're only 37 days in Oh, they're almost at the halfway mark. That's actually quite sweet. But I think this is why it's so important to have your why, to have an emotional connection to keep you accountable, or something that just feels easy, breezy, and effortless. I actually think there's a lot more to talk about in the realm of fitness and wellness, and we've just sort of scratched the surface. I would love your feedback on this episode. You can send me an Instagram DM, however you like to get in touch. You could leave a little review on the podcast if you like it, but I would like to hear what you think about this particular episode and this particular topic, and we can maybe do a part two. If you're interested, let me know. That's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. XOXO. Lexi.